So my brothers and sisters, we are very blessed today to have the opportunity to, as a nation, watch Super Bowl. (laughs) And I got to tell you, if Tom Brady was still playing, I wouldn't be here today. (laughs) The great opportunity to... um, several of those wonderful events and um, it's an amazing gift but for me it's been enough (laughs) so I'm very grateful grateful for that opportunity and uh, feel very privileged by that relationship and especially to have that opportunity to be with his family all those years my brothers and sisters um Today is an incredible day because we are celebrating this uh, approach to Lent, Ash Wednesday, and Valentine's Day. And um, the gospel is really quite a dramatic moment, I think, in the life of Jesus. You know, I I, I cannot hardly believe that, that that was done to these people. Uh, that leprosy was such a dreaded disease that people were completely separated, distanced, that they were to be called unclean. And they were to repeat that again and again to anyone who got near. Unclean. Unclean. Imagine the damage that must have done. Not just to their own physical condition, but to their, to their spiritual and psychological condition. Unclean. I'm unclean. Stay away. So what does our Lord do? He touches him. Now that made him unclean. Because if you touched someone who was unclean, you become korban. You become unclean, separated as well. But our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was fearless. He had the courage and the compassion to literally go to this man separated, distanced, screaming, I'm unclean, and touching him. I will heal you. I will heal you. And he does. Pope Francis this morning in Rome said, that should be our story. That with the sick and the lonely and those who are separated and distanced and disconnected. That we should be unafraid to do something for them. Not just give them a nice word, have a nice day, you unclean person, you. But to do something to help them. To help them become whole again. Brothers and sisters, 
You and I both know there are plenty of opportunities to do that. Whenever I take the time to just notice something in someone that's good and say it, what a difference that makes. It brightens their day. Gives them a little light. Even though they might say, oh, no, no. It helps them. There's no question. So I think that's our our message from this gospel today. That somehow, some way, you and I are called to associate with the unclean. How about that? I've often wondered, because we say here at St. Monica, it doesn't matter who you are, what's your circumstance, what sin or addiction or what you call yourself or what people call you, you're welcome here. I wonder if people think that Lloyd Torgerson must be a nut. Guilt by association. You know, if you get too close to people that are weak, are you weak? Do you become them? Oh, my brothers and sisters, don't let that bother you. Touch people. Help people. Bring some life back. People may not say, I'm unclean, but I know darn well, they feel it. And they need us to say to them, I will help you. I will make you clean. I will bring you whole again. And we can do that. Along with the sixth Sunday of ordinary time, this is the feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. My grandparents were born and raised right near that little city of Lourdes. I went up one time and I was there in Lourdes um, by train to Sangudang and Toulouse, which is right two cities above that city. And I spent time there in the place of uh, my grandparents. I remember my uncle telling the story about this Sangudang going out to war and having his head cut off and he comes back into the city with his head in his hand. <laughs> and I went into the church in Sangudang and there's the, there's the statue, this headless saint with his head in his hand. Amazing. And so when I was asked, ultimately, because I had asked, to come here to St. Monica, I decided that this would be the day on the Feast of Lourdes. I probably didn't think as strongly about it then as I do now. What a perfect day to be named pastor of a community of faith. Lourdes, the place with the sick and the infirm and the brokenhearted and the people that are struggling with life go just to find some refreshing water to pray to that beautiful virgin and to offer with the community of Lourdes your prayer for healing and for strength. So 36 years ago today, I became your pastor. And I am so grateful, so grateful to God 
that this was the day on the Feast of Lourdes, the Feast of the Great Cure. And so, sisters and brothers, here we are doing our best, trying to say to every single person who walks into this church of ours, you are welcome here. You belong to us because you belong to Christ. And if you feel even a little unclean, and I gotta tell you, there've been a lot of days when I felt very unclean. I didn't say it to you, but I felt it. To know we can come in here, we can be touched, we can be healed, and we can be given the promise, the promise of God's continued gift of love. My brothers and my sisters, he's the pastor of this community. He loves us all so very much. And we walk with him and he with us. And I don't know about you, but it's enough for me. God bless you and I love you. We're gonna have another word now from our good friend Merrick who will talk a bit about that wonderful gift we have been giving over these last 30 years to the poorer parishes of the inner city that Bishop Elshoff spoke about last weekend. So let's pay attention. Thank you. He makes my job really hard because I have to follow that. And that was amazing. 36 years ago, I was seven, so. St. Monica, <laughs> Monica Preparatory is uh, the only school that Leland has ever known. And hopefully it'll be the only school that Leland knows, God willing, um, before he goes off to university. And it's a huge blessing that St. Monica Prep has TK through 12. Mrs. Stickley, the transitional kindergarten teacher, is one of the most amazing teachers I've ever encountered. She takes those 20... TKers on an expedition to the Arctic Circle, exploring polar bear fur and binoculars and Arctic foxes. Mrs. Crowley imprinted Leland's love for reading, to which he excels even today. He's like high school level reading or something like that, and have to brag a little bit, forgive me. Um, but then of course comes Mrs. Hackney in fifth grade, and the transition from fourth to fifth is a big one. They start to learn accountability, and homework isn't just a worksheet, it's studying. And um, a few weeks ago, he came home and said, okay, well, we have to start studying for the parts of the mass, 27 parts of the mass in order. And I started sweating, I, because you know, he's son of a preacher, man, he's got, he's got to do well on this, otherwise I'm gonna lose my job. He got 100%, thank goodness. <laughs> but all that to say that St. Monica Prep is an institution that thrives, just like this parish. It's a huge blessing that I'm sure I take for granted far too often, 
that we have programs, services, uh, school activities, sports, so many things here at this parish. You, you literally could <laughs> spend 24 seven here. Um, but just two and a half miles away, there's a school that is now starting to combine classrooms, second and third with one teacher, fourth and fifth with one teacher. No athletics, they just lost their athletic director. No um, uh, services for, um, uh, for extracurriculars and enrichment, no STEM. Parishes are reducing masses. And that is, uh, that is important because parishes serve as community hubs that serve others. There's always ways to, to, to serve and grow in formation. And if parishes go away, we don't have that in our city. So who are, do these schools and parishes turn to? They turn to us. They turn to St. Monica. They turn to you. Together in Mission is the annual fund that not only keeps the doors open and the lights on, but gives pastors and principals an opportunity um, to turn to those not-so-everyday needs. Only 25 minutes away, they're in the heart of the city where the struggle is so prevalent. That's what the students, the principal, and Bishop Elsoff presented to us last week. But the gospel spirit is strong. Today is Commitment Sunday, where after last week, we are asked to make a decision to what extent we can be there for the 65 parishes and 75 schools who request Together in Mission funding. There are envelopes in the pews, and today is the day that we ask you to complete your pledge. If you're using an envelope, you can provide your name, email address, and phone number, and indicate which amount you can pledge over the next 10 months. You can also pull out your mobile device and go to stmonica.net slash Tim, where you can make or renew your pledge online. You can include a first installment via check, payable to Together in Mission, or even provide your credit card information on here. Of course, be sure to seal it. And then uh, once you're done completing that form, you can give it to one of our hospitality ministers in the offertory or as you leave church. If online, please uh, make sure that you mark uh, your pledge credit to St. Monica Parish, uh, Parish 492. And of course, Together in Mission is also an opportunity to just return in gratitude all those who have been generous in the past. St. Monica, over these last 30 years, has always met its goal. And this, this year's goal is $286,000, which means that we all have to work together. And it also means that any pledge of any amount makes a tremendous impact. We are so grateful to Bishop Matt Elsoff, the principal and students of St. Lawrence Brindisi, for spending the weekend with us last weekend. Their courageous witness and commitment to serving, educating, and most importantly, forming the 68,000 students in LA Catholic schools which is an in, another increase over last year. So as we're discerning and completing our pledge, just a word about our theme, be imitators in Christ. And part of me doesn't even want to go to this section because Monsignor said it too well. I can't, I can't say more than he already said in his uh, homily. To imitate Christ is to simply love. And love is not easy. Love can be messy. Love is not straightforward. You, nobody teaches you how to love. And so it reminds me of uh, that wonderful song in the musical Fiddler on the Roof. Tevye turns to Golda and says, 
Golda, do you love me? And she says, do I what? For 25 years, I've washed your clothes, cooked your meals, cleaned your house, given you children, milked the cow. After 25 years, why talk about love right now? She thinks to herself, for 25 years, I've lived with him, fought with him, starved with him. 25 years, my bed is his. If that's not love, what is? It's not messy. It's not clean. Or it's not, it's not clean. Love can be messy. Love can be hard. Love can... can um, can bring heartache, but that love is alive and here at St. Monica, a love that's modeled by our pastor, and it costs nothing to share. So have a blessed World Marriage Day, Valentine's Day, together in Mission Day, Super Bowl, and thank you so much.